the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. We are... um we're living in, in perilous times, and um, we were warned in the scriptures that we would reach those times. Uh, I'm not a sensationalist. I'm not an alarmist. I am an optimist, but um, I really do believe that we are living in the end times. Now, I realize that um, 60 years ago, 65 years ago, My pastor out in Southern California said the same things. I think we're living in the end times. Jesus could come back today. And and by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, let let me chase a quick rabbit, and I'll get to the story in front of me, which is just unbelievably disturbing and wicked and and evil. But uh, Joy and I were were talking um, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Joy and I were talking Tuesday night about the fact that when she and I were both growing up in Bible-believing churches, and then after we got married and we were involved in ministry full-time and involved in music ministry full-time, we used to sing all kinds of songs about the return of Jesus. Coming again, coming again. Maybe morning, maybe noon, maybe evening, and will be soon coming again. Uh, And dozens of songs about the return of Christ. A good percentage of the songs that we sang, and I'm talking the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, a good percentage of the songs that we sang were about the return of Christ. Do you hear them anymore? Now, there are a few Southern Gospel Quartet Trio songs that you hear, but I don't know that any of them are new. And we were trying to think of, and maybe we just missed them. And if you can think of some, let me know. Send me an email. Send me a text or whatever. I can't think of any of the popular contemporary Christian worship songs about the return of Christ. What happened? What happened to the emphasis on the return of Jesus? Do we not believe that he could come tonight? I do. And 
yeah, I, I know that a hundred years ago, Christians were talking, Jesus could come tonight, and he didn't. I know that. But if you look at the signs in Scripture, man, we've got to be getting closer and closer and closer. And I think because of that, evil is raising its ugly head more and more and more in our culture, but also in our churches. And I'm not talking about the liberal churches who abandoned Scripture a long time ago. I'm talking about evangelical churches. Now, I realize the story in front of me is not the rule, it is the exception. But this kind of thing is happening. If you haven't heard the story, it's the story of a pastor and his wife in Oklahoma. The uh, pastor, David Charles Evans, was pastor of Harmony Free Will Baptist Church in Oklahoma. Free Will Baptist. Now, Free Will Baptists are known for godliness, holiness, separation from the world, and rightfully so. They have a wonderful testimony. Well, here's a Free Will Baptist Church in Oklahoma, and the pastor and his wife, Christy Evans, we are now finding out were swingers. And i got to handle this delicately because I realize we have little ears listening, but most of you know who and what swingers are. They get together with other couples for physical intimacy. Orgies. Okay? They were swingers. This is the pastor of a Free Will Baptist church. He's preaching on Sunday, giving the gospel. And the people of the church thought he was wonderful. He was so kind. He was so gracious. He cared about other people. And during the week, he is, as we are finding out now, he was forcing his wife, forcing his wife to have intimate relationships with other men so that he could have intimate relationships with other women. This is a Baptist pastor. Well, where did it lead? To a horrible tragedy. The wife has now pleaded guilty to hiring one of the men that they met in one of these swingers groups. She hired one of the men that her husband forced her to have relationship with. She hired him to kill her husband. And he did. She paid him. She got a gun for him, provided ammunition, planned the evening, left the back door of the house unlocked. And this man came into the home and shot dead her husband because she paid him to do it. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a Baptist pastor and his wife. Uh, he was shot. Emergency squad was killed. He was pronounced dead 
on the scene. Oh, by the way, um, she made the arrangements with the killer while her husband was in Mexico on a mission trip. Um, how, how, how could this man step into the pulpit in a Baptist church, preach the gospel on Sunday, open his Bible, and call his congregation to holiness and repentance and live this kind of life during the week. Was he truly saved? I don't think so. Don't know him, never met him, and obviously now I won't meet him. But the Bible is so clear. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens. And evidently, he felt no guilt, no conviction whatsoever about this alternate lifestyle that he was involved in and that he forced his wife into. And the police now have the text messages proving that the pastor husband forced his wife into this swinging lifestyle. Don't tell me that there is not evil in our world, and don't tell me that sometimes evil actually creeps into the church. That's why, folks, listen. You got to keep your nose in the book. You got to keep your nose in the book. Sadly, when we come back, more bad news in the evangelical world. I'm telling you, we are living in days of wickedness. We are. And yes, we are finding it in the church, sadly, tragically. We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. There are so many good things happening in churches around the country. So many good, solid Bible-believing churches of all sizes and formats. Um... Joy and I have been in some just very, very, very traditional churches where God is at work. Just God is at work. We have been in some really, really, really contemporary churches where God is at work. If you're a regular listener, you know that Joy and I just finished a uh, Four-day revival down in Lancaster, and heaven came down. It was wonderful. It was glorious. It was, it was God-blessed. It was God-anointed. It was four days of just wonderful fellowship, people, people getting in touch with God and dealing with God and issues in their life. It was wonderful. There are wonderful things going on. There are some large churches where God is wonderfully at work. Joy and I are members of one of the larger churches in central Ohio, in Westerville. 
And there is a movement of God's Spirit there that we have not seen in a long time. I mean, just an obvious spirit of of revival and renewal and repentance. So I just want to preface what I'm about to say with there are really good things going on. But boy, are there some problems. We... Um, we have seen some rock star pastors and rock star churches. And I don't want to be overly critical, but I want to be honest. Churches that are far more concerned about entertainment than discipleship. Far more concerned about people leaving with a good feeling than a deep relationship with God. Someone has well said that the purpose of the church is to comfort those in distress and to distress those that are comfortable. And it's true. One of those movements we are finding out is Hillsong. Hillsong was all about rock star pastors and uh, rock star members and the greatest and the newest in songs, entertainment, technology, and so forth, but evidently pretty pretty weak on um, theology, and the movement is literally self-destructing. Uh, we have seen the uh, resignation of Brian Houston, the founder of Hillsong, in disgrace, and I mean disgrace. Uh, the pastor up in New York where Justin Bieber was and all kinds of movie stars and rock stars went there and they loved the pastor and he was a rock star pastor, has resigned in disgrace. We saw the pastor of Hillsong down in Atlanta resign not because he was in disgrace, but he could no longer support the movement. One of the pastors of one of the Hillsong churches in Texas has stepped down because, well... things that just were not right. And the latest Hillsong uh, pastor of the Boston Hillsong Church has resigned, admitting that he had sent out texts that were inappropriate. There were things going on with his leadership that were wrong, and uh, he has resigned and apologizing. Part of his uh, resignation said, I'm deeply sorry that many have been hurt. I apologize for any part my leadership has played in that hurt by perpetuating a culture that at times valued the building of the church at the expense of those building it. His comments. Let Let me just make some comments. We have seen in some of the most popular movements in evangelical Christianity the loss of the cross. Folks, listen. Paul Minnett, when he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. And what is the teaching of the cross? 
They use crosses for one purpose in Bible times and only one. Execution. Pain. Suffering. Agony. Death. Execution. Complete, total, absolute, unconditional surrender. That's what the cross means. And that is what Jesus has called us to. Unconditional surrender. Forsaking all. Jesus told his disciples on several occasions, if you are not willing to take up your cross, if you are not willing to forsake all, you cannot be my disciple. Jesus did not preach a feel-good emotional gospel. He was not concerned that his disciples always felt good. He was concerned that they were surrendered to his leadership and to his lordship. There's nothing worse than a carnal Christian. And if we are going to see a mighty movement of God in America in the evangelical church, we must see a return to the cross. Less entertainment, maybe even less technology, and more of the cross. That is the power of God. All right, folks, have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen, Listen. think, Think. discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.